This is the Live Life Happy Podcast with Andrea Seidel, and it's episode number 42. Welcome to the Live Life Happy Podcast with Andrea Seidel. We're all about highlighting self-help, positive psychology, and books on well-being. We share the content and actionable advice so you can make normal life extraordinary. We are a community of lifelong learners, high achievers, and busy people. Get ready for your download so you can live life happy. I'm your host and addicted to reading, Andrea Seidel. Hey there, it's Andrea here. I hope you're doing absolutely fantastic. I am just double checking that I am recording because you want to hear something funny? (laughs) I just recorded this episode and I forgot to press the record button. That's right. So I recorded a whole book highlight. I made jokes by myself. I was having fun here in my office. And at the end, I noticed, oh, (laughs) I didn't press the record button. (laughs) So here we go again. Again, I, but you know what? Sometimes they say the second time's a charm. I actually have a rule for myself is what I do is I record these and I make sure that I don't listen back. I purposely do that because this, you know, this little perfectionism voice in my head goes off and I edit and I proofread and I edit. And so I decided when I started this podcast that I wasn't going to do that, that I was actually just going to put it out there for people to really benefit from the content. So Anyway, so now I get an opportunity to do it again. (laughs) I'm kind of breaking my own rule, but that's because it didn't record. So welcome to the podcast. If it's your first time here, this is where I highlight books in 15 minutes or less. Granted, I usually go a little over 15 minutes because there's so much wonderful content in these books. I suck out all the actionable nuggets that you can apply to your life right away. And I can't tell you how much I'm enjoying this process because as you know, I'm addicted to reading. I love learning and I bet you you're very similar. And sometimes we just lack the time to be able to read a lot of these wonderful books that are coming out. So that's what I'm here for. But it's not just highlighting. This is all about pulling out actionable nuggets and kind of looking at it in the perspective of, you know, where's the positive psychology in here and where's the actionable nuggets that can contribute to my subjective well-being. And so that's what this is all about. So I'm so thankful for you to be here. And if you're a veteran, you've been coming. Thank you so much for all your support and your reviews and your subscribing. I really do appreciate you. So let's jump right in. I have such a funny book that I'm highlighting this uh, this time. And it is actually, you guys wrote in to me. There is actually four people that requested this book and kind of voted for me to highlight it. So I'm like, okay, I have to be doing this one. And granted, it did spark my interest and it is a book that I really did want to read. So this book has profanities in it. It drops the F-bomb numerous, numerous times. So if you've got little ears in the car, don't worry. What I'm going to do is just convert that F-bomb to a different word. So that way there is still a clean episode, but know that it is substituted with that powerful F-bomb word, and I will be using the word frig instead, okay? So I highlighted the book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Frig. It's a counterintuitive approach to living a good life. It's by Mark Manson. It is a great book on so many levels. Doesn't that title resonate with you? I mean, sometimes we wish that we didn't care so much. <laughs> and um, so what he says in his book is basically resilience, happiness, and freedom come from knowing what to care about, from choosing what we are caring about. And 
more importantly, what not to care about. So he talks all about this aspect of knowing what not to care about and what to let go. And then also the aspect of what you are going to care about. So it's so powerful. So he really helps give the reader the wisdom to do just that. And he does it in a very fun way and a very different way. He kind of turns this idea of positive on its head. It's pretty incredible. So this book is kind of the opposite of uh, the usual book on positive thinking, and it kind of turns things around and challenges that view a little bit. And it's really, really powerful. You will notice and you're going to enjoy that. So let's jump right in. So the first section he called Don't Try, and it's so funny because it's this idea of we're trying so hard to be so great and to do so much and impress everybody around us. But the reality is, is that this fixation on being being great and being positive is somehow makes us better or superior, but it actually only serves to keep reminding us over and over again of what we're not and what we're lacking or what we should have or, you know, or what we failed at in our life. So it's a very interesting perspective. And so his suggestion is to just be like, don't try. <laughs> and I thought that was really incredible because like, trying is kind of demotivating, right? And so the desire for more positive experiences, he's saying, is in and of itself a negative experience. Experience. And paradoxically, um, this allows us to be, if we're more accepting of these negative experiences, that makes a negative experience actually positive. Oh my gosh, did that just blow your mind? <laughs> it did for me when I was reading this book. So not giving a frig does not mean that you're indifferent. It does not mean that you don't care. It's just about being comfortable with not giving a frig about everything. It's being comfortable with choosing what it is that you're giving a frig about. And so this idea is quite profound. Okay, so he also talked about if you're going to give too many frigs, then he's suggesting that we find other things that are more important to what we should be giving a frig about. (laughs) So picking what we're giving a frig about is really, really important. So you're always choosing is what he's saying of what you're giving a frig about. So the bottom line is that we no longer need to give a frig about everything. So life is just what it is, right? So he's suggesting just to step back a little bit. Don't try to figure everything out and um, and just kind of see the good, the bad, and just go through and choose what it is that you're going to give a frig about. And choosing that will really empower you. I thought that was a really neat intro. Okay, so happiness is a problem. This is what he said, and it's so funny. So um, happiness is a constant work in progress. In other words, it's not an end result. We're not going to be happy when, right? It's it's a work in progress. Sometimes some days we'll be happier than other. It's an emotion. And so we can't be happy all the time either. So happiness is a constant work in progress is what he's talking about within his book. And happiness comes from solving continual problems. So essentially, happiness comes from problems. And that's what he means, <laughs> that happiness is a problem. So once we're solving Solving these problems, we actually feel a sense of happiness. So his idea here is that if you feel like you can't solve a problem, then you kind of wallow in your misery and you feel miserable. So the secret sauce is what he's saying is that these problems actually give us opportunities 
for feeling happy in the first place. And so these problems that we usually give a frig about and that we're wasting our energy on is, are actually opportunities for us to transform and opportunities for happiness. So I thought that was a really neat shift in perspective. Um, so it's that simple. So solving problems and you'll be happier is what he's saying. But unfortunately, what he's saying is that so many times people feel that um, they deny their problems or they, they stick their head in the sand and, you know, forget about it or they're in this, they're trying to be so positive that they're denying any problems. And that's what he's saying. Like, uh, it's a wonderful day. It's a wonderful day. It's a wonderful day. However, you know, there are going to be problems that show up. So if you're denying some of these challenges and problems is what he's saying is that we're losing that opportunity to really solve the problem and to grow grow from it and to have that feeling of happiness or resolution after solving these problems. Neat perspective, right? And then the other problem he's talked about is that we usually, some people adopt this victim mentality so that we believe that it's nothing that we're doing and that there's nothing we can do about it and that we're a victim. And um, so then this makes a struggle, right? So um, what he is suggesting within his book is that um, see, see, challenges and problems as opportunities for, you know, solving these problems for opportunities to grow instead of seeing problems as annoyances and you're giving a frig about all these annoyances and, you know, you're, uh, you're denying the problem and you're justifying it out to other people or having that victim mentality. So, Oh my gosh. So he's just talking about our problems are basically the birth of our happiness. (laughs) I thought that was such an interesting shift. Okay, so you also talked about you are not special, and that sounds so funny. And the, this idea is that sometimes we overachieve and we're always looking to be super awesome, super successful. We have audacious goals for ourselves. But what he's suggesting is that um, sometimes we measure our self-worth on how um how we are setting these goals. We measure our self-worth on this idea that we're meeting all these goals and that we're accomplishing all these things. And then we get so disappointed um, from negative experiences. And when things aren't working the way that they should be working, we get frustrated and then we have to justify it all and we give too much of a frig. So, um, So the idea then is that he's suggesting is that um, we're really creating a problem for ourselves when we are we're affecting our self worth because what we're doing is we're not necessarily. Um, we're setting goals or expectations for ourselves that maybe are too high and then um, and then it's not working and then what happens is, is we feel a sense of disappointment or a need for justification or we have that sense of entitlement um, that it should be happen- happening for us. Like, um, I'm awesome. Like, the rest of you guys suck. <laughs> so I deserve this special treatment. Or, um, you know, I suck and the rest of you are all awesome. I deserve special treatment. So he talked about this birth of entitlement and how a person who actually has high self-worth is able to look at negative parts and take responsibility and ownership and admit the areas that need improvement. So the idea is to not think you're so special and that you're, you know, you're entitled, but rather go to this place of learning or growth mindset and help really, that'll help build your self-worth and your ability to take ownership and responsibility. When you do, you kind of don't give as much of a frig because 
because you're not really blaming outside of yourself and you're not really having that sense of entitlement. So the idea is that you're able to really look at negative parts or negative experiences in a way that you're taking ownership for them and responsibility and kind of admitting areas that might need your improvement. I thought that was so interesting. And that's the whole concept of this. You're not that special. (laughs) You're not that amazing. (laughs) I thought that was funny. All right. So the other thing he talked about is kind of removing this constant pressure to be something super amazing, the next best thing you know, and when you do that, you kind of lift this weight off your back and the stress and the anxiety, um, of feeling inadequate and kind of a constant need to prove yourself, it kind of dissipates. So, um, that was his suggestion is to kind of like take that pressure off and the knowledge and the acceptance that you're, he, and it's so funny the way he put it, he says your own mundane existence will actually free you to accomplish what's truly important for you. <laughs> I thought that was so interesting and that removes that sense of judgment and and those lofty expectations. Um, That's that's kind of a neat way, right, of looking at things. All right. So he also talked about the value of suffering. So when we have um, poor values or that is um, like poor standards that we set for ourselves and others, we kind of set poor standards, we are essentially giving frig, too many frigs about things um, that don't matter. So when we're kind of over like thinking other people and also, you know, ourselves, we're overthinking it, um, then we're giving too many frigs about things that maybe don't even matter. So what he's talking about is that the fact is that there is going to be suffering in our life. There are people that are going to annoy us. There are people that we're going to annoy. (laughs) And there will be a sense of this uh, suffering and there will be a sense of things not going adequately that we would like it to go. And it's going to happen. And he even said it's it's going to get worse. (laughs) So the idea is that um, seeing suffering or challenge in a new light as an opportunity to grow. So what comes up for me is in positive psychology is this growth mindset and the idea that we can learn and grow from suffering, from challenge, and we can bounce back and we can become more resilient. And Carol Dweck's work is so fantastic on uh, the growth mindset and seeing really shifting your explanatory style to a more optimistic explanatory style. See suffering as a way of growing and learning and choosing better values or better way of looking at it. And that'll, and what he said is divert our frigs <laughs> to something better. It focuses towards things that help improve our state of well-being. It makes us feel better and feel happier. And also success is a side effect of that, right? Because you keep trying and that, okay, yeah, that didn't go well. Um, so what else can, what did I learn from that? Or how can I grow instead of giving frigs about why it didn't work and why is there suffering here and questioning the suffering and questioning why people are work are, are you know, Uh, are making certain decisions that don't fall in line and you can see where it goes, right? So see the value in suffering. Okay, so 
The other thing he talked about is that you are always choosing. So take responsibility for everything that occurs in your life and regardless of who's at fault, and that'll help you not give a frig about so many things. So basically taking responsibility for your own life, regardless of who's at fault and just know that, you know, choose what you're giving a frig about. So when you feel like you're choosing your problems or you're choosing what you're focusing on, you'll have this sense of empowerment. It's like, you know what? I'm not going to give a frig about that because it's a waste of my energy. And it's amazing how you feel this sense of empowerment. Um, So when we feel our problems are being forced upon us, we feel victimized and we can feel miserable about them. So just remember that you're always choosing what you give a frig about. So, you know, ask yourself, is it worth your energy? Then he talked about, and this is really interesting, he talked about you're wrong about everything, but so am I. (laughs) And I love this because it's amazing that we just want to acknowledge, and what he's suggesting is to acknowledge your own ignorance and how you formulate your beliefs is, and how you formulate your opinions about things or your decisions about things or how you're communicating. They're all formulated from your perception. That's from your experiences combined with your belief that creates your your reality for yourself every single person has a different belief or they have a different opinion or so it doesn't mean necessarily that you are right other people might be right too Uh, it's just that you formulated a different belief so the idea here is to acknowledge your own ignorance and cultivate um, a, a, a way to kind of remain curious and question and kind of again that growth mindset remember curious questioning helps to really evoke this growth mindset of how can I learn what might that other person be feeling and that empathy right so I love this portion because it really does foster compassion so you know we're not always right and sometimes we give a frig too much about what it is that we believe and what we stand for but really um, someone else might also be right (laughs) so studies show that most of our beliefs are actually wrong all beliefs are actually wrong because there's so many things that influence it so our brains are always trying to make sense of our current situation based on what we already believe believe and what we've already experienced. So you can ask yourself, you know, in in moments like this is what if I'm wrong or what would it mean if I were wrong or would being wrong create a better or worse problem than my current situation for both myself and others? (laughs) That's a good question. So yeah, so the idea is here is that understand other people's perspectives um, before, you know, giving too many frigs. Okay. So the other thing here is he talked about failure is your way forward. So again, kind of really looking at life in terms of a way that, you know, that there will be challenge and that we will move forward positively from that and that we can learn and grow and adapt this growth mindset and also that nice optimistic explanatory style of you know what what can come out of that so failure is a way forward so looking at failure as an opportunity to discover your flaws and your mistakes but in a way that can really just honor them so have a willingness to discover your own flaws and your own mistakes so that you can improve upon them so instead of saying you know I'm terrible at tennis you could say I am learning how to play tennis or I can't wait to have lessons 
lessons with tennis so I can get better. <laughs> so growth, looking at things as failure is a wonderful way to, you know, reevaluate things to see how you can adjust things so you can improve upon them. So he's talked about pain being a part of the process. I love this. And then he talked about the success failure paradox. And this is so true, right? How many times have you, you know, failed at something and then it almost makes you scared to retry to go out there and think, oh my gosh, like it's, you know, when, um, when your kids are little, it's like when they wipe out, when you do something, you try not to look at them because you don't want to give them any attention and see, are, are they crying? Are they okay? Right? So you don't want to make a big deal of the, you know, the so-called failure, uh, so that they A, don't react, but also B, so that it doesn't stop them from trying again. And, uh, so this success failure paradox is that when, when we become scared of failure and avoid it, then what we're doing is sometimes it stops us from retrying. So focus on uh, a better, a better focus rather would be on focusing on the process, um, focusing on the process that it takes to get you somewhere. So failure is part of the process is what he's saying and that it helps us to move forward. And so he talked about this do something principle and this idea really helps us with motivation. And you know that motivation loop in positive psychology is all about the best place to start actually is in action. So going into action will help then you feel more inspired because, oh yeah, look at this is going on and then it helps motivate you more to take more action. So the idea is to let failure or a setback serve as um, a chance for learning and for a chance of improving and then move into action so you can be motivated. Okay. So that one's really great too. And then he talked a little bit about the importance of saying no. Uh, so basically, uh, some people feel, and also hearing no. So he talked about there is the ability to say and hear no is really, really important. Um, sometimes when we feel rejected, we, um, it, it, makes, it makes us feel, you know, rejection. So the idea is, is when someone says no to us, we may feel this sense of rejection and we feel that we have to give a frig and we kind of have to just justify it and we feel that sense of rejection. But what he's suggesting is be prepared to say no to people and also be prepared to hear no and that it's okay. And that sometimes hearing no actually creates other opportunities in your life and that it can actually help set boundaries for yourself and for others. And this idea is, is that we can choose if we receive a no, we can choose how we give a freak about it, right? Or we can choose how we can move forward. And then this last little section was quite uh, funny and uh, definitely 100% uh, it did have impact. Um, And then he called it, and then you die. So if there's something about contemplating your own mortality that really allows you to kind of say, you know what, is this really worth the energy? And it allows you kind of to pay attention to what's really important. You know, what is it that we should be giving a frig about? What is important? What should we be caring about? What should we just let go? Um, And I love that he brought that into it because it's so true, right? Even like our own um, mortality is really something to consider too. And in mortality of other people, right? Like the energy that you're putting into to other people. It's like, you know, what if that was the last time you're talking? with that person like you know is it really that important is it important to give a frig about that um so I thought that was pretty powerful so what should you give a frig about is you know is it worth your energy oh my gosh wasn't this book absolutely fantastic 
this book teaches us how to like gain this idea of um, choice and that we can choose what it is we give a frig about and what we don't, what we're not giving any energy to. And this choice is so empowering. Mark Manson definitely turns the concept of positive thinking on its head. I love that with this new perception, this new shift in our perspective. And I love that he adopted a very much of a growth mindset that, yeah, there's going to be crappy things that we could really give a frig about, but you know what? Let's see things from an opportunity of choosing whether or not we give a frig. And then also if we can just adapt this idea of learning and growing and growth mindset is really powerful. So yeah, so continue to choose what you give a frig about and what what you don't give a frig about. (laughs) Anyway, that is it for today. Thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate it. I hope that you enjoyed the book as well. Remember, you can always private message me and let me know any books that you would like me to highlight and I'll be happy to do that. Thank you so much, everybody. Have a fantastic day. Bye-bye. Okay, so have you subscribed to my podcast yet? If you're not, I want to encourage you to do that today because I don't want you to miss any episodes. I'm adding a bunch of bonus mini coaching sessions as well and author visits. And if you're not subscribed, I don't want you to miss any of these episodes. So you can actually subscribe in iTunes. Now, Also, if you're enjoying this show and you benefit from these book highlights, I would really be grateful if you left a review for me over in iTunes. Um, These reviews really help other people find my podcast and they also are quite enjoyable for me to read as well. (laughs) And so just go to iTunes and select ratings and reviews and write a review and then let me know what your favorite part of the podcast is. That would really help grow the show. Thank you so much. If you like this podcast that's like personal training for your mind, you've got to come over to my website at andreasadel.com where I take all these books, I highlight, coach, and summarize the content in my unconventional book and coaching club. Let's face it, no one is sunshine and butterflies all the time, but we can make happiness a lifestyle. So I want to invite you to sign up at my website for my freebies and giveaways so that you can start each week positively. Finally, don't forget to subscribe on whatever platform you listen to, download and write a review because they really help grow the show.